It's a film with three brains. 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 Oh my god, you guys are freaks. You think you can take me? Come on! Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. Believe me, this man is a menace. He's always drinking, starting fights. Isn't that right? They're both grumpy old men. Why don't you do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow? <laughs> Idiot. Eat my shorts. So. So what? But after 50 years... What? ...of fighting over nothing... What? What? So? What? They finally found something... Holy... Oh, my God. Moly. ...worth fighting for. See, women get obsessed with me. It's like one of them fatal attraction things. Jack Lemmon. Your cat crapped on my steps again. Yeah, who says you can't train a cat? Walter Matthau. Why would a woman come over at 1.30 in the morning to see you? Just why do you think, bonehead? Oh, my God. And Margaret. John, when was the last time you made love? October 4th, 1978. Grumpy old men. Uh, Hi. Welcome to the film with three brains. This is Cohen in Maplewood, New Jersey. And I am Sean in Chicago. And it's Sam in San Francisco, you putz. You schmear. We are talking about Grumpy Old Men, uh, 1993, starring Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. In their, I think this is their sixth collaboration out of ten total. Hmm. Um. After which there was a sequel, Grumpy Old Men. But we are talking about the first one, Grumpy Old Men. Um, I don't think I've seen this in a while, but I have seen it many times. Uh, what about you guys? Second time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I find that saw fascinating. It. Saw it when it came out. I didn't really remember much of anything. And some of the things that happened, I was like, I kind of remembered, but... For the most part, it was like watching it the first time. That's hmm. fun. Sean? I've, I'm more your category. I've seen it a lot. Yeah. Um, not enough to recite every line. Not at that level. But yeah, there was a time when it was just on somewhere. I don't know. I don't know if it was available. But watching it enough to, you know, to really <laughs> dig the, you know, the stupidity of it. <laughs> um, but I think there's more to it than the stupidity. Sure. Uh, I like it. I love it. I think it's really funny. I think it's charming, and and they're so great. I mean, clearly, their chemistry is undeniable. After that many movies over that many years, I mean, they're um, for the, our younger listeners, they're the original Odd Couple, um, based on the Neil Simon play. They're in the movie together. I don't know if that was their first film together. You um, got me. But it's an old, you know, it's an older one, and it's fantastic. It's great. Um, Grumpy Old Men is about two uh, aging neighbors, next-door neighbors in Minnesota who have been feuding since they were, I don't know, like 25 years old or whatever over... Oh, younger uh, they, than that. Younger. Yeah, they don't, they, don't, they don't really get into it that specifically, do they? They, they talk about 
Jack Lemmon's first wife. Right. As if Walter Matthau. Yeah, I guess that's the source of the feud. Uh, anyway, um, so now they're older. They're both uh, widowed, widowers um, with kids, adult children. Uh, Jack Lemmon's daughter is Daryl Hannah. She's married, but her marriage is sort of on the rocks. Walter Matthau's son is... Uh, um, Kevin Pollock? Yeah, Kevin Pollock. And uh, he is not married and uh, running for mayor. Uh, they both, um, they like to fish and, uh, you know, just hang out and yell at each other. <laughs> um, there's not a ton of plot. I, you know, Anne Margaret plays a woman who move, buys the house across the street from them, and then they both sort of try to woo her. I guess that's the plot right there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Burgess Meredith plays uh, Jack Lemmon's dad, and he's great. Yeah, they, they kind of, you know lead off with the IRS guy, Buck Henry, knocking right. his door. Oh, right. I forgot about the whole IRS thing. Jack Lemmon's uh, in financial straits because of, we learn later, he uh, hadn't properly filed his taxes in like 11 years and the interest had built up and he owed a lot of money and was going to lose his house. <clears throat> Which is kind of, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a typical fear, I guess, or, you know, like everyone, no one likes the IRS. No one likes taxes. Right. Yeah. So I, I think it's, a, I think it's a good, yeah. like safe, uh, sort of mm-hmm. challenge or obstacle for him to overcome. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because my, my, my criticism of this movie is how safe it is. Like yeah, the, the screen, the, the screenplay is fine. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's just, it's fine. It's, it's, it's efficient. It gets the job done. It doesn't take any chances. There's nothing out of the ordinary or any risks taken. But the cast is so damn good that, it, to me, it doesn't matter. You know? It, they're just so good. I, I, I can watch them endlessly. I can, I can never stop watching this cast do this, <laughs> this thing. You wow. Know, the movie could be eight hours long, and I just keep watching and chuckling. <laughs> And I like, and I like that because Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau and and Margaret are such good actors, you know, and even Kevin Pollock and Daryl Hannah and Ozzie Davis, like everyone's great. So the the sort of the more emotional moments that could be that come off as somewhat hokey or cheesy or you know, I feel like they sell it because mm-hmm. they're good actors, not because the writing or directing is particularly good, because they're so good. Agreed. Yeah, that this, this comes off feeling far more heartwarming than I really, really remembered mm-hmm. at times, and because the cast is so good, it never to me became schmaltzy. Sounds fair to me. Yeah. Th- these are my thoughts. What I, <laughs> I, I agree with that. Like I really enjoyed watching them. I think though that having I was like, my thought was if this movie was made today, they would have played up more of the dumb jokes of of um of the movie and of being older and they would have lost some of the things that are a little more maybe bittersweet a little more like mm-hmm. touch you a little bit you know like sure like because they're coping with being old but yeah it's not a main part of the plot right and in, you know, instead it would have been, you know, more, you know, obviously this is before Viagra. There have been a ton of Viagra <laughs> jokes at the expense mm. of mm-hmm. like some actual, I think, touching things about what it means to be like a friend or a father or sure. or forgiveness or right? all of these little themes. Like none of them are, are too heavy handed. The, right. the IRS plot didn't even need to exist. 
um, for the movie because at the end it wasn't about Walter Matthau paying the bill. It was about Walter Matthau letting go of the girl. That's yeah. that's mm-hmm. the sign of friendship. That's the that was the that was the thing. We didn't we didn't need right. We didn't really need that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fun. To, and even before that, and, and even before that, when Jack Lemon, like as a gesture to his friend, pushes Anne Margaret away. Yeah. Yeah. I, true. I, I mean, that's the thing is, is that, you know, and we, we always, you know, it's always fun to have the people who, who you, they look like they hate each other, but they love each other. You know, that's, that's a mm-hmm. fun character element to have, um, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> and so I, I forgive that little like Disney type ending and, and thing yeah. like, Hey, we saved, you know, mm-hmm. your house from being taken over by the corporation or IRS, whatever, mm-hmm. um, because of all the other things in it. And I've, whereas like, you know, you see like dirty grandpa, it's just a oh, string yeah. of, of stupid old man jokes that, you know, has none of the magic that this has, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, like the exact opposite of like how to make a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. There's you know there's still like farting razor blades and some some of those <laughs> things, but that yeah, like you said, they're not leaning on it too hard. It's yeah, right. Um, or like you know the the jokes about how they want to die. You know, like oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> struck by a train, <laughs> killed instantly. Right. Lucky, Lucky bastard. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. That's not even a yeah. joke. And, yeah. You know, once you get old enough, you know. Yeah. Because I realized watching the, the first time I saw this movie, as a teenager. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, then I, I didn't realize that I was actually going to become one of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm pretty much there. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm like, I can really relate to these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think there's yeah exactly, but I think I think you do relate. I think all ages, especially this is a guy buddy film. Yes. Yeah. And there's something about guys needling each other, or you know, showing their affection through giving each other shit. You know, that's that's such a male thing to do. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe it's not as much these days. I don't know, but. I don't know. That's that's in my experience. That's a lot of what guys do, especially when they can't deal with their, you know, <laughs> actual emotions. They just kind of like mm-hmm. give each other a right. Hard time, and and, and set it, setting in the Midwest makes sense because Midwesterns mm-hmm. are known for sort of their you know their emotional reservations. I suppose you would call it. Yeah, <laughs> they're sort of stoic. You know, uh, just sort of like trudge ahead kind of thing and, and deal with things as they come and not emote. Just bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I think the funny thing about the TV is that it's it's kind of used in an interesting way. Like it, <laughs> like the guy in the weather. It, it, it's there's like realism to it. Like he's watching the weather. They're watching the lottery numbers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. True. <laughs> and, and the guy basically says, "Cold enough for you?" And he's like, "Shut up, fat ass!" You know, <laughs> he's yelling yeah. at the TV. Yeah. And Actually, I couldn't. Like, did that make ahead. you think of any? I was just gonna say the 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 all the snow stuff made me think of you, Cohen. <laughs> Probably your greatest performance in in the nightly news. Oh, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> I felt like that was a direct ripoff. <laughs> you know? I was like, these guys ripped it off. <laughs> they ripped us off. 
I mean, it did um, come out after we made that. Right. <laughs> you'd have to... Uh, uh, obviously, you can't see it or hear it, but listeners, you'd have to imagine a very young prepubescent Cohen <laughs> um, putting on clothes. <laughs> he's doing the weather, and he's just saying, cold, I can't stand the cold, I hate it! <laughs> just... It was, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. This would have been for videos we made together in high school. <laughs> that one, I think, was our freshman year in high school, too. That was the first it? one, yeah. 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 Yikes. <laughs> um, but, yeah. You just reminded me of the scene, you know, where he's, he's fucking with him with the remote. Yeah. When he's trying to watch the lottery tickets, which I love. <laughs> I love that scene. But, like, my one of my minor nitpicks is, like, no nobody in Minnesota in the winter has their outdoor water on. Yeah. Oh, that's I true. The same no exact way. Thing. No <laughs> way. No one leaves their water on in the winter like that. Yeah. Their pipes would the freeze, bust, and they'd thing. fuck it all, everything all up. There's no way. I mean, it's a funny bit, but nah. <laughs> yeah. They use it a few times too. Yeah. They use the it again. Yeah. Later. Booby trap. With mm-hmm. the, mm. And I thought, actually, I thought something similar too. When he throws the fish in his back seat, mm-hmm. I'm like, that would freeze in minutes. And then it yeah, wouldn't it, smell it anymore. It frozen. Yeah. And it wouldn't smell. <laughs> yeah it needs to decay a little bit then <laughs> yeah, yeah uh um, we're doing plot holes already look at this <laughs> <laughs> no it, it's it's it is charming i think that was a good word i think it's i was i saw the rotten tomatoes and i was like what did oh these... is it bad well, it's 64. It's 64 what? for the critics. Yeah, it's really just lost my mind. What's I just don't remember store? it that way. I don't. It's like 74 or something. Right. Which you know, is totally underrated. Like, I don't know anyone that doesn't like this movie. I put it that way. How can you not like it? Like, what kind odd. of soulless twit doesn't like this? <laughs> it's so fucking charming. I can't even believe it. It's yeah. so funny. It it's has amazing. over a hundred thousand ratings by the audience on Grumpy, you know, on Rotten Tomatoes, and it comes mm-hmm. in as a seventy-four, which is crazy to me. <laughs> but it also, you know, like a hundred episodes ago, I said like somewhere around, you know, this seventy-five, seventy-seven, you know, seventy-five are some real gems that, for one reason or the mm-hmm. other, people just don't like. Hmm. But it's yeah. yeah. It, I suppose it's pretty surprising. Maybe the maybe critics critics wanted a twist. They want they want something to write about. It's it's you know it's not, there's not a lot of uh, surprise or or you know rever- reversals I guess. But well, I mean there's there are some. I mean guy yeah. has a heart attack. You know that's that's pretty big. I don't know. And one of the reviews is so so comedy with insults and sexual hu- humor. No kid appeal. Like, <laughs> how is that a critic? How is that criticism? No kid appeal. Well, it's not a kids movie, it's right? Kids movie. Right. Just because it's, it's about a comedy, old men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it says that in the title. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's a critic review. I mean, come on, that's weird. Oh no, no, Daddy, I don't want to see the Lion King. Show me grumpy old men. Right. <laughs> you know, I do want to watch their other movies because I can't remember the Odd Couple at all. Oh, it's fantastic. At this point. And you know, they made some other movies um sure. they made a couple movies after this because of the success of this mm-hmm. so you know i would it, it made me want to go back and just watch and see what else these guys are sure. capable 
of doing. I guess I probably so. I just... will not see grumpier old men just based on. You've never seen it? No, I don't remember it at all. Uh, it's good. I recommend yeah. it. That one's got a 21% by the critics. That's bullshit. That's, Fuck that's that. harsh. Yeah, that's harsh. I, I looked up the list, and uh, the first movie they made together was in 1966 called The Fortune Cookie. I've never seen it. And then they did The Odd Couple. And then The Front Page, which I'm aware of, but I've never seen. Um, Buddy Buddy, I've never heard of. That was in 81. And then they were both in JFK, which I forgot. Mm. Oh. And then they made this. And then after this, they did something called The Grass Harp, which I've never seen. And then Grumpy Old Men, and then Out to Sea, which looked terrible and I never saw. And then yeah, the, the, the Odd Couple 2, which, I, again, I never saw. But the original Odd Couple is great. I mean, it's Neil Simon. It's he, He's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this, the guy, the Mark Stephen Johnson, the writer, was is from Minnesota. So, yeah, you know, it's pretty authentic. It's, um, I mean, there's not a lot of, like, there's not a Minnesota accent to it, which is kind of nice because you don't have to. Yeah. You know, it's not Fargo. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think there's, there's realism to it or just this, this, like the small time nature of it, like the yeah. people growing up together kind of know each other. Um, you know, it's. Speaking of Fargo, did you catch the, um, the actor in this who was in Fargo? Oh, let's see. Um, was it a small a small part? A oh small... yeah, oh yeah. That's... This is one of the moving men. Oh, it's yeah. I thought that was him. It's yeah. a, it's it's the husband. Yeah, John yeah. Carroll Lynch. He plays. Yeah. Uh, I doubted myself because he has a hat on, and I'm like, uh... yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, he's a big guy, and yeah, Marge Gunderson's husband. Uh, Francis McDormand's husband in Fargo. Yeah. Nice. Well, well, well. I have not seen Fargo since it came out. What? Yeah. Dude. Well, you'll get your chance. <laughs> I keep wanting to watch it, and I'm like, oh, that, I should just pick it. And just I'm watch like, it. I should just watch it anyway. Yeah, just watch it. It's fantastic. It's so good. Man, it's so good. People say that they really like the, the show. The show's um, great. Yeah, I haven't kept up with it, but I'm, I'm curious because... We watched the first season in the, fifth, in the fifth season. And, okay. <laughs> uh, they're both great, but the second season was a little iffy. We didn't finish it in the third season, and I never watched the fourth season. We just started, and we're kind of like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting. I think, I think I started the first season, and, and then I didn't really like Billy Bob Thornton doing that. I yeah. mean, it wasn't bad. There was nothing wrong. I just I was like, wait, are this? so they are doing the, the same story? So Not I like really. the idea of that. It's a little they, different. Well, they, they oh, was it? Yeah. The, fir- the first season? Okay. Yeah. Is it more like the? I mean, it's a fictional story anyway, right? Or is yeah. It based, it's based on. No, it's all fake. None of it's real. Okay, none of it's real. Including okay. the including the movie, they just put that title up yeah, to fuck I with did. people. Yeah. Remember that part? Yeah. Well, anyway, it's not. Yeah, there's not. It's not too heavy-handed that that it's you know we're in the Midwest, except for the ice and snow and fish and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moose sunscreen and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, I didn't realize that that Wabasha was a real place. I didn't either until I looked it up. Yeah, Slippery's is a real place too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they think they have it a sign now in the town that says Wabasha, home of grumpy old men. <laughs> sure. Why not? Oh, yeah. And of course, we 
It's know. right by it's right by the Wisconsin border too. It is. It's right on the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's a little iffy. I think because I mean it's obviously a lake they're fishing on. Mm-hmm. Um, but they mentioned the river a couple of times, and I'm like, wait a minute, are you trying to tell us this is on the Mississippi? I said, and it, no, I that's not it. So. <laughs> that's definitely not it. No. Oh, did you guys did you guys catch the the call the shout out to Kenosha, Wisconsin? Yeah, on the, on the sign. sign. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, in the um in the ice fishing in the ice fishing shanty town, you know. Okay. Uh, when Jack Lemmon and Burgess Meredith are, are are walking through it at one point, there's one of those signs, you know, that says, you know, this 100 miles that way, that 1,000 miles that way, and it says Kenosha, oh. Wisconsin, 250 <laughs> miles with an arrow. Nice. Yeah. Uh, listeners, we are from Kenosha County. Um, well, Sam and I are originally. Sean moved there. Moved there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah we Way were, before uh, so, there was the burning down the place or the right, there, yes. all the other crap. Right. I was <laughs> I was born in a hospital in Kenosha that is no longer there. Uh, but yeah, two two hundred fifty miles seems like not enough, but that's well across our state. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty that's, close. It's that's I don't know. That's you're right. That doesn't seem far enough because this is like, what is that? That's up by like Chippewa Falls, kind of, or Cl- um, Claire, Menominee, somewhere in that area. Yeah, I mean, my, my sister is in Twin Cities, and and it's a six hour. I mean, it's, you can do it in five or something, but it's like six hours from from me, or from that part of the world. Hmm. Whatever. I mean. <laughs> We're flyover states. No one cares, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> All right. Kevin Pollock. Mm-hmm. So I saw him and I was like, oh, yeah, he was in a bunch of movies, like sure. in a short period of time. But, you know, he, he's got a part in The Usual Suspects, which is you know, sure. probably the, the best movie he's in. Uh, you know, this good movie. He's in Casino. Um, mm. but I don't, man. he just kind of disappears. It's weird. I thought I, like, I feel like I remember him from a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I don't, as I'm looking through his, his, his resume here, it's not a lot of really good movies. <laughs> what? 3,000 miles to Graceland isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Was he famous for something else? He was a stand-up was comedian it, before he was an I actor. I think he was, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm guessing that's it. Yeah. I mean, he was he was in A Few Good Men. He's great in that. Yeah, he is. He's in tons that's of stuff, but, you know, that's clearly a standout. Um, trying to think of, like, any other standout things he's in. I mean, he's in Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, but that's very recent. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was great. He was great. He had a bit part in War Dogs, which was kind of a fun movie. Yeah. It says he's directing now. Yeah. And something at Sundance. I don't know. Something called The Late Bloomer in 2016. No idea. No. Oh, and it, he did impressions. I remember that he, that he would do... It says he did Woody Allen, Alan Arkin, Albert Brooks. I vaguely remember him doing a bunch of impressions. Hmm. I don't and know being, if I've ever seen him it. do uh, stand-up. I think I just read about it. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think I vaguely remember thinking, oh, that's the guy, that's that comedian guy, you know. Hmm. Yeah. In some of the stuff, I, the early stuff. I think, I mean, I think he, in like in Usual Suspects, when he he's got a little more edge to him, mm-hmm. he's, he's um, probably more believable somehow. Is yeah, that he's possible? Great in that. Yeah. Not that he's you know he's he's fine. he's good in this. Yeah, and I mean they don't they don't give him a lot to do either. Yeah, no, he's the no. He's the sub this uh, sort of other love interest mm-hmm. happening there. And I like I like that you know Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau are, are reduced to like the children's roles and Daryl Hannah and Kevin yeah. Clark are like the parents the sort of yeah. role reversal there. Oh yeah, it's been, oh, until Burgess Meredith is trying to pull <laughs> apart and they're right. both you know it's a great like they're still boys you know right he's like your damn kids. <laughs> Max is trying to stab him with a frozen fish. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, all... I mean, go ahead. Uh, no, it says, all very funny, very well done. That part. Yeah. Um, Meredith just, just kills me, and I think it's because, I mean, all through the movie, but it's got to be one of the, the better blooper reels. Yeah. At the oh, end yeah. of the film. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I've gone great. on on record before saying that every movie should have the blooper reel. You have yeah. said that. Yes. Yep. I agree. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I already like this movie, but now I love it. <laughs> yeah. Including uh, the, the sight gag at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the limo driving away with Jack Lemon and then Jack Lemon's right next to him. He's like, who, who left? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for our younger listeners, Burgess Meredith is uh, Mick in the Rocky movies, yeah. among many other roles, including the Penguin in the original Batman series. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, he when he was younger, he same kind of guy, same kind of character. You know, gruff, <laughs> smart, smart ass, uh, yeah, cocky. He never seemed young. And everything I've ever he seen. Never seen that. Like <laughs> no. even the like the Twilight Zone episode. There's a famous Twilight Zone episode called Time Enough at Last, starring him. And even then he looked about the same age as he looks in Grumpy Old Men. It was like sixty years ago. <laughs> What's the Time Enough at Last episode? It's the one where like a uh, he he uh he's a voracious reader, but he never oh, has yeah, time he's to the read. Library. Yes. Yeah, okay. and then we like a nu- there's like a nuclear bomb goes off and he's like Everyone else is dead, and he's like, "Yes, I can read." And then he breaks his glasses, and he can't see. Yeah. Do oh. you think he find find other glasses though? Come yeah, on. Yeah, maybe. It's a decent prescription. <laughs> or is he similar? Yeah. Yeah. You know they could yeah, have made one more good. grumpiest old men. Yeah, just the, to finish the, all the. There was room. <laughs> They'll do it now. There. <laughs> it, was, it was funny seeing Shooter McGavin, Christopher McDonald in uh, such a small role. Yeah. As uh, Daryl Hannah's wife, our husband, Mike. Yeah, kind of a deadbeat husband. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of suggested that he was a rival for, for Kevin Pollack in, when they were in younger, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Calls him... Stinky. Stinky, yeah. <laughs> and 
Daryl Hannah's, you know, she doesn't have a lot of lines. She's, but she's quite good. And you, yeah, you mentioned Ozzy Davis. I, I, for, you know, his, his moment is like, um, is great because I love how he explains, explains it really eloquently. And then Walter Matthau just shits on it. <laughs> Couldn't get it up, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. He's There's like, a lot of his, that. It's his like, sort of poetic rendition of his yeah. night with Ariel and and how it wasn't about sex at all. It was about you know mm-hmm. being reminded what it is to be alive. Yeah, yeah it's great that long pause. <laughs> Couldn't get it up. Huh? <laughs> There's a lot of that. It's just like a serious moment and then it's undercut yeah. with, with humor. and then... Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the music gets a little um, too. It's, it's it's fine, but it's Alvin Sylvester. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the same uh, riff when when the sort of sadder moments happen. Yeah. But that's only if you've seen it as many times as we have. I think probably you you start noticing that. But actually, you know, it's funny. I didn't until you mentioned. It, I didn't really think about the music when I was watching it. I love the polka. Like I didn't notice it at all. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't like. I mean, I I I love the polka throughout. I love it in uh, in Grumpy Old Man. Or sorry, in Groundhog Day. Um, <laughs> Did he do that too? No, there's just polka in there oh, too. Oh. Just and there's snow and it just reminds me of it. But the <laughs> I don't even know what, what that song is. But there's I don't know. It's just it's just fun. That's that's a very Midwest kind of thing that and you know the scandinavian stuff sure and... sure yeah the kenosha kickers <laughs> the kenosha kickers of course poka 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 <laughs> no so maybe you heard of us <laughs> if you don't know what that is uh watch home alone again <laughs> oh speaking of home alone did you notice the <laughs> yeah the, the shot when they're getting ready yeah, during the sh- right said fred yeah. Yeah, and he puts the shaving, uh, the aftershave on. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, that's a montage of them getting ready because they're both going across the street to date Ariel or try, trying to pick up Ariel. And, and yeah, it's I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt by Right Side Fred. And they're dusting off old candy boxes and those type of shenanigans. <laughs> so yeah, on yeah, the whole, I guess I kind of like music. So I was at the uh, climbing gym the other day and they were having a, a kids, you know, training, teaching session. And, you know, they always have music on in the background. And this little girl is standing watching, a, you know, her brother or some other boy climb. And some song from the early 90s comes on and, and she goes, this is montage music. Hmm. <laughs> like, what? You're seven. <laughs> you know what montage means. <laughs> so, that sounds French. <laughs> yeah, I'm too sexy for my shirt. I think that was the last time I heard that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was everywhere for a while. Yeah. It's well used. Yeah. It is. All right. Should they make another one of these? 
Well, <laughs> a fourth one? I mean, they can't. <laughs> or a third. Wait, third. Third, right. I mean, everyone's dead. No, oh. I know, but you could take the na- same name and do it again. Just you mean like a remake? Yeah. Well, I guess do the... Because now uh, it's the baby said... boomers. boomers. Yeah, and Margaret's not dead. She's no, she's not? She's 82. Old. Yeah. Huh. Is Sophia Loren, she passed away? I think so. Yeah. She was... They, I think they... Uh, Mark Stephen Johnson was thinking of these two guys in particular and Sophia Loren. So presumably that's why they use Sophia Loren in the sequel. Hmm. Oh, she's still I think alive. she's alive. She is. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Good. Wow. <laughs> She's 90, close to it. Oh, wow. you're not jinxing it, though. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder I wonder what, what current, like, 60 to 70-year-old actors could do this justice. Yeah. I, my, my, and all of a sudden, in my mind, I thought if it was, like, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino... But I feel like it would just be dark. <laughs> I feel like it could be Robert De Niro and, and uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford. He, he mm. kind of turned in, you know, his last Indiana Jones movie, he kind of is a grumpy old man. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like that's his whole persona, too, in interviews and stuff. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like he's done with all this. Yeah. He's like, I don't know why I signed up for another movie. I'll do it fine. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, uh, you know, the generation change, you know, the, you know, they're the greatest generation. Now, if you're doing it, be baby boomer. I kind of wonder, you know, what would be different, you know, would. Oh, you mean like, you know, cause they're kind of making fun with Anne Margaret, you know, being from maybe California, California. and yeah. having her kind of you know, hippie supplement thing. Yeah. Whereas she, like she, now she I taught think... at Berkeley and he's like, that explains it. Explains yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but now I feel like, um, obviously maybe it's where I live, but now I feel like everyone would be like taking their fish oil. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of wonder how else things would change. Maybe if they did like a gender swap, mm-hmm. you know, grumpy old women. Oh yeah, you could definitely do that. And one of them still has their like thirty-year-old kid living at home, you know, right? Thirty-five-year-old. Yeah. I would. Love, I don't think she. She's probably not quite old enough, but I would love to see Olivia Coleman, and mm. um, and uh, what's her name? Holy crap! Uh, just someone else a, from the Queen or something? Or uh, no, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. No, no, no. I was thinking. Um. Uh. Well, I was thinking Meryl Streep. Okay. Well, it's not fun to say Meryl Streep because I feel like she can do anything. You can be like any. No, movie. I know, and I feel that way about about um, Olivia Coleman too. too. Yeah, like, they're great. just they're just both so versatile and amazing. I would love to see what they do with something like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Olivia Coleman's younger than Sean. She, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. She 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 just turned fifty, didn't she? Right. Sorry, Olivia. <laughs> nice. I didn't mean to imply you were old. I, no, I no, didn't no, preface sorry, by saying she's Sean. probably too young. <laughs> yeah, you should be sorry. No. No, no people know how old I am. Damn it. We're all basically the same age. Relax. Basically, yeah. You can say that. You're the, you're the, you guys are the youngest. I'm not the youngest. Sam's you, youngest. Okay, you're not the youngest. <laughs> I'm right in the middle. Towards Well, not in the middle, more towards the end. Or whatever. No, that would be good. I, I You know, to see... Two women kind of do a modern take on it, or mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe maybe a little more plot, but I mean the cla- it's it is it is classic. I mean it's 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 straightforward, but it's because those themes work. You know, having mm-hmm. a having a, a dispute over a woman that makes sense. You know, yeah. Um, having old. some old old stuff that you never hashed through, and you find in <laughs> so that that part when when he, they finally go, well, you know, she a, she was no prize, you know, and well, yeah, well. And it's like what, what, you know, and they and they sort of go, well, wait, what were, what was, what, what was I finding? It was I was upset about losing this woman that, that you know, he maybe, they didn't have a perfect marriage apparently or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe like Meryl Streep and Helen Mirren. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Helen Mirren. She can Meryl be Streep's you know, actually older than Helen Mirren. That's surprising. Hmm. Hmm. It'd be good. I think what you're inter- what you're saying, you know, Sean, about these themes being mm-hmm. themes that show up in so many movies, you know, that are so relatable, but right. at the same time, putting it in a um, putting it in the setting of you know these older guys in in you know snowy uh, Minnesota um, just makes it work. Like I like I I feel like if you took the same plot and you shot it with forty year olds. It it wouldn't work. Mm. Oh yeah, you, know, you could still have the insults. You could still have a lot of the stuff, but there's there's something about it, and and maybe maybe too it's it's that you know it's not fair, but I think that that when you're a kid, you know, when you in the first time we saw this movie, we don't think of older people as like sexual beings, like having you know yeah. a relationship and. and mm-hmm. Or, you know, trying to win over a girl. Like, you feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to do that when you're 20. Now, you don't think, you think like, (laughs) oh, when someone's 75, they don't do that. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's that fun in it of this, you know. Now, of course, we know we do. So maybe, you know, maybe it wouldn't work. Yeah, it makes makes them very relatable. And and it without coming out and blatantly saying it, it's like, old people are people too, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and, and leading, leading, uh, characters in movies like that, that's a big deal. You know, that's not, there's not a lot of movies that, that do this that well it, or, or do it without like, like you said, like a grump, uh, uh, what's the old grandpa one? Grandpa, bad dirty grandpa, grandpa. Or, dirty grandpa. Or, um, what was the one where all the, they all went to Vegas? Oh, I mean, they're kind of forgettable. Uh, it's just like, yeah. okay. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman and a bunch of guys. De Niro, mm-hmm. I don't know. They all go to Vegas. I've I vaguely forgot, remember yeah. the bucket list. What's that? No, that's the bucket. I mean, that's it's one of them. That's, I mean, similar. But again, that's so heavy handed. Like, like, okay, I'm on my deathbed. I, now I got to do a bunch of stuff. This is more like, you know, and Margaret's saying, isn't it great to have an adventure every day or have, you know, She's the one that's just like ready to um, try things because why not, you know? Yeah. And that and people, <clears throat> yeah. When you're 20, you don't. No one has to tell you go out and do some something. You're just like, oh wow, this is nuts. The world is crazy. Let's let's go do some stuff. Yeah. You know. But it's it's harder as you as you get older. You, you just to remind yourself or, or to be reminded that the world is crazy and, and, and exciting and fun and, um, you know, mix it up every once in a while. 
Yeah, as long as you have a snowmobile. <laughs> she does go really fast on that. This, this, <laughs> the big scene, when the snow angel scene, when they're flying around. I mean, she's moving. They're, they don't have helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the they lack do a of helmets. Jump. I was like, I don't. Did we do that? I thought we had helmets. You should. Do you do you guys remember when I came to school and I had a giant, like half of my face was raw and red? <laughs> no, I don't remember. That. We were in Tom's backyard, and Mike Clay's had a snowmobile, I believe. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, I don't yeah. remember that. So at we're, all. you know, they had back to back yards, so we're tooling yeah. back and forth. And someone's like, okay, let's make a jump. And we packed, I swear, no more than six inches maybe of snow, maybe a foot, but it was not a lot of snow. And they're like, oh, he's going to try it. I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> and I, you probably see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. I, I throttled it. I, I went full throttle, nailed that little bump, and, and literally flew through the air. And I supermaned. My legs flew out <laughs> behind me. And I'm hanging on for dear life with my with my arms, and my thought was, if my I'm going to land and kill myself on this thing, so I I had to let go. I let go of the snowmobile, came down on my face. <laughs> I slid for a while. The snowmobile went right. I mean, it was lucky it didn't go into, into Tom's house. It went right past it, <laughs> riderless. And then I had to show up at school, and everyone's like, "What did you do?" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> But I jumped that sucker, I'm telling you. Nice work. <laughs> so, yeah, if you ever try it, wear a helmet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, is there, is there anything else that's that's kind of very typical or not typical, but that would and there's not much that needs explanation. I like that too. It's not like Well, you know what? I here's here's the know, when they're ice fishing, I, I feel like I don't remember who it was, but several years ago, and I don't remember if this movie or some other movie where I was watching it with somebody who was not from the Midwest, and there was cars and trucks and ice hmm. shanties, uh, fishing ice sh- uh, fishing sh- shanties on the water, and they're like, "What the fuck is this? This isn't real. All that shit would fall <laughs> through." And I'm like, "Well, no, it's <laughs> it, the ice is like two feet thick, and like even you know, it's just like." The, water compresses only so far like it's fine that people do this they're like no that's it. someone was trying to convince me it was impossible i was like well no that's not it's, it's, not all. Not <laughs> it's pretty common mm-hmm. <laughs> people drive their trucks out on the water and they set up their their shanties they punch a hole through with an auger and then they they will light a fire or have a heater and it, it's mm-hmm. fine and then and once they know. get that thick ice pack they they really push it for a while. You know, once, once the temperature starts coming up, they're like, eh. There's like standing water on top of the ice. Like, sure. Yeah, still, there's still a good four inches. In, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary sometimes. Yes. Actually, they, in Green Bay, they have to trawl the bottom of the bay for cars because not, not the ones that are stupid and just stay out there too long, but some people actually drive them out on purpose and just abandon them out there. Cause they're, yeah. gonna fall, you know, they'll melt, melt and fall through problem solved. It's crazy. I got an old piece of shit. I can't get any money for what I do. Right, whoops. I just drive left it on the out ice. on the water. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so dumb. That's funny. Um, speaking of Mark Steven Johnson from the Midwest who wrote this, he, would go on to write and direct both Daredevil and Ghost Rider. Oh boy. Which His were whole catalog is both I've terrible. 
early <laughs> entries in the Marvel sort of movie universe before the MCU as we know it. They're Ghost both Rider? pretty bad. Yeah, Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage. That was a Marvel? Sure. Why do I not remember that? I mean, I rem- kind of remember the movie, but... It, yeah, Ghost Rider is a Marvel character. It was just before Marvel was really taken Oh, off. yeah, it was all, all okay. before, you know, Iron Man, before the MCU as we know it. But after Blade? Uh, yeah, after Blade. Okay. Before there yeah, was I, any interconnectedness at all. <laughs> I just couldn't and, believe how many of the movies I'd seen, you know. Um, or maybe, I'm not sorry, not the writer, the... Oh, Donald I, Petrie, the, the director? Petrie, sorry. Yeah. The director, yeah. yeah. Yeah, most of his movies are not very good either. No. They're middling, but they're... Richie Rich. People yeah. know them. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, Miss Congeniality or something. Yeah, yeah Mystic Pizza and Miss Congeniality yeah. people know. Yeah, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think Turner and Hooch is really the only other movie he's made that I thought was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, like, eh, if I've seen it, I'm like, eh. Most of them I don't think I've actually seen. Although he directed a couple episodes of The Kaminsky Method, which I love. Yeah. On Netflix. <clears throat> but I've never seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I've never seen Miss Congeniality. Um, never saw, I never saw Richie Rich. Never, uh, yeah. I've seen Opportunity Knocks so. and Turner and Hooch. I saw Mystic Pizza in the theater. I remember that for some reason. I remember Opportunity Knocks because I believe the Cubs win the World Series before that was actually possible. <laughs> <laughs> it was still a dream. <laughs> well... All right. Hmm. Well, should we, uh, should we re- retire this one? Yeah. Should we figure out what we're doing next? Oh, yes. That's, that's me. <laughs> that's my cue. Um, yes. Let's do, well, we're going to do the Wayback Machine. Uh, any Go thoughts on what 70s. year it might be? It's 70s. 1975? 77. Close. <laughs> Split the difference. 76. <laughs> it is a thriller. Hmm. A and, political thriller? Eh, yeah, I guess you'd have to say political. Hmm. Um, I will admit I have not seen it start to finish. I know a lot about it. Hmm. Um, and we've done the we've done one of these this actor's movies before. The conversation. Uh, no, nope. that's seventy. Um, that's earlier. Um, what else can I tell you about Like it? Three Days of the Condor? That's earlier too, isn't it? Yeah, I guess uh, in the right um, ballpark here. What about the Marathon Marathon Man? Bingo. Is that it? That's it. Huh. It's uh, all over right now. It's on Oh yeah, good. Amazon. <laughs> That's a good MGM, movie. Paramount Plus. Yeah, I was surprised how many places it was. We have a, a minor double up. Um and from that writer. movie. And the writer. Oh. From the Princess Bride, William Goldman. Yes. We'll get in there. Noise. And I, I don't know anything about this director. But yeah, um, who, sure. who is, who is John the John Schlesinger. No, Schlesinger. Okay. Yeah, I think he did uh, Dog Day Afternoon, maybe. Oh, okay. I've seen that. Midnight Cowboy. Oh, he, oh, he did Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. Uh, oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Midnight Cowboy, not... Uh, Day of the Locust. He does Doesn't he make do a bunch a of, of sausages? <laughs> another Wisconsin reference <laughs> you must be hungry <laughs> yeah I thought it was worth a go and um, I don't know yeah it's a good one yeah I'm actually interested in that was on my list 
to my future list. Not my well, past it's list. no longer it's no longer secret. Is it secret? Is it safe? I like movies about <laughs> running. <laughs> yeah. Well, you must have loved Run Lola Run. <laughs> I did like that movie. Chariots of Fire. Yeah, that's on my list. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I couldn't pick it because I couldn't find it streaming anywhere for free. Well, you can still pick it. I mean, yeah, but I'm cheap. <laughs> Could I possibly spend two ninety nine for a movie yeah. pick when there's so many oh, yeah. free ones? So Marathon Man is on Prime, MGM, Paramount Plus, Fubu, right. Fubo, Hoopla, whatever the fuck that is. No, I've got at least two of those services. Yeah. Cool. Well. Yeah, this has uh, been uh, our A- A1 review, I think. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much our best one ever, I think. You moron. I think that's the thing <laughs> yeah. about this. Is, you know, you, they had nicknames for each other the whole time yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah. in insults. And Never failed to, to greet each other with something like that. Well, mm-hmm. you know, that's fun. But like at work, like, and I don't know when it started. You can't, like they're like, you can't give someone a nickname, even if it's a polite nickname, because it's considered really? harassment. Yes. Hmm. What, what if you just shorten their name? Well, that's different if they go by a nickname. No, I'm saying like, you know, some people are like called Charlie. Oh, you're, hey, Char Char or whatever. You know, like if you just messed around with their name. Like uh, in the Saturday Night Live skit, the copy boy. Well, <laughs> making copies. <laughs> the copy man. Wow. I haven't thought of that in years. I I well, did want to push this a little bit, but I didn't, which I regret because, you know, you feel like, oh, it's, isn't it part of team building? You know, yeah. like, isn't that Endearment, that whole thing? But then if you don't give other people nicknames, then it's oh, exclusion versus inclusion. That's true. Mm. You know. Sure. Favoritism. Yeah. Yes. But I also mm. feel like, well... Then if everyone's always formal, you're not creating that same team cohesiveness. So when I saw this, I felt like, ah, the good old days when people could just call each other whatever. (laughs) His first line is, a morning, dickhead. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe not that one. (laughs) You know, actually, if I showed up to work and someone said that to me, (laughs) I would die laughing. You would say would you say, Tom? Would you I was like, this is the greatest day. Like, the rest of my day, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe I got called dickhead. <laughs> you know? Especially if it was someone See? who, like, is supposed to be, you know, you know, under you on the hierarchy of, of you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> you know? It doesn't have to be that, you know. Like, hey, numb nuts! Yes. You forgot about you know <laughs> the order for the you know the prescription. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like we're. I feel like there should be a waiver that you can sign off, and everybody just has a different colored name tag, and you're like, hey, orange name tag, whatever nickname you want, throw it at them. You know, whatever. There you go. 
I think that's what it is. So, so it's not about, you know, canceling it all out and, and censoring it. It's about, okay, this person, they're, it's, <laughs> they're, it's open season. They, they got the orange name badge. Right. <laughs> that's my thought of it. I like it. Anyway. Go to HR and pitch it. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of where, I mean, our, our, you know, show here is known for being a sounding board for political correctness. So Very much. Yeah. Very much. And when <laughs> workplace HR issues are often solved uh, here. So I figured this is the time to talk about it. It's a free service we offer at the Film with Three Brains. Yeah. And the thing is, as long as it's not like derogatory about their appearance or, you know, race or whatever, you know, just a generic right thing. I don't know. Well, that's yeah. I mean, it's it's good nature. It's I mean, I guess I guess you could say that because they're bickering, it doesn't seem as good natured, but it is like we've <laughs> talked about, you know, and that's what it should be. I mean, if it's not, it, I think there are, I've, you know, I, I know some people that will take a joke too far or push it relentlessly or something, but they know what they're doing. They're not, you know, they're not the people you <laughs> hopefully work with, but yeah. It just needs, like, lightheartedness is, is missing in the world in general, I think. Maybe, is that what you're... Yeah, exactly. Is that ancillary? Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing more lighthearted than calling someone a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we did that in the hallways, right? When we got to high school. We yes. College. <laughs> we called each other losers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I got to I got a call out because David was a guest on our on our um, on our show a while back, and sure. uh, you know, uh, death becomes her. Death becomes her. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing a doing a case, and we had this new operating table, and for some reason, it had a little lever on the bottom of it that if you bumped it with your leg, it would lower the top part of the table. Like, I don't know why that's there, because if you're sitting down doing surgery and you shift, I'm like, oh, what the heck happened? The table just, you know, dropped an inch. And he's like, oh, this is a new table. It has this this thing, this lever that if you hit it, it drops. I'm like, oh, that's stupid. And he's like, well, it wouldn't drop if you didn't hit it, thunder thighs. <laughs> <laughs> And I was, I was like, oh my God, you are my hero. <laughs> First, great 90s callback. Like, <laughs> like, when's the last time you heard that, you know? Mm. So, anyway. You said it on Facts of Life once, actually. Yeah, I felt, I felt like the grumpy old man was, just, was a great glimpse into the, the past of, you know, endearing, relentless, nonstop insults. It yes, was yes. part of our life. As I recall, David made me see that movie in a whole new light. So <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Anyway, uh, I think this was it. This was our best one. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me go do some snow blowing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, it's yeah, enough movie buff. I'm out. See you next time. Looks like Chuck taking the skin boat to Tuna Town.